In the Lay of Her podcast, episode three, Naomi shares a story about how the search for home in a place led to the deep discovery of love, wonder, and the true meaning of home and the people along the way. I hope you guys enjoy episode three of the Layovers podcast, Coming Home by Naomi Cole. For most of my adult life, the simple and seemingly innocuous question, so where are you from, has been the source of great terror for me. Because at the heart of that question, what the inquirers really want to know is, where is your home? Where do you belong? And for as long as I can remember, I've never had an answer to that question that felt quite right to me. I was born in Canada to Nigerian parents who eventually moved our family back to Nigeria when I was still young. Once we were back home, we bounced around from state to state, going from west to east, then back west, and then back east again until I left Nigeria for America when I was 16. As I flew out from Lagos to Atlanta on July 13, 2001, the day of my high school graduation, I never dreamed that 14 years would casually slip by until I would return home. My dreams of making a home, a feeling at home in America were quickly dashed in the first few months after my arrival. From the comments about my accent and why I pronounced the word development as development, to my rude awakening to the realities of racism, classism, and all the other isms. I never really felt quite at ease in America, and yet it was and still is the home of most of my firsts. My first driver's license and my first car, my first date and my first kiss, my first job, all happened here. It was also in America that I had my first dalliance with depression and with an eating disorder where I lost my religion and lost myself. Eight years, two degrees, and a modified accent later, I left America unsure of if or when I would ever return. See, I had this idea that home would be the place where I felt like for the first time in my life I had truly come alive, where I would be welcomed by the culture just as much as I was yearning to embrace it, where I would be able to proclaim without equivocation now this feels like a place where I can see myself settling down and by extension doing all the things that people who feel rooted in a place feel compelled to do. I dreamt that there was a city in a country somewhere out there just beckoning to me whose colors I would be proud to don, whose teams I would loudly cheer for, whose local politics I would grow to be invested in. Disillusioned and armed with nothing but my hopes and dreams, I made my great escape from America to Canada, where I almost instantly found a home in Cindy, the boisterous Colombian with a big heart and a full-bodied laugh that could always melt my heart, even in the coldest Toronto winter. Two years later, I grew restless and felt the pull of the skies calling. I went to study abroad in Amsterdam, intending to only spend a semester. Somehow, six months turned into almost six years. In Amsterdam, alongside mastering the fine art of biking with only one hand on the handlebars and the other hand holding a beer, a full bag of groceries, or the hand of a partner, I found my home in Hoden, my Norwegian soul sister, and I'm convinced my soulmate. For a time, I was happy, completely so, and I even dared to dream that maybe I had finally arrived at home. 
Yet one day, I got a message from a friend asking me if I'd be interested in a position with her company in Zambia. And even before my head could catch up, my heart had already decided that it was time for us to go. And so on a whim, I moved to Lusaka with the extent of my knowledge of Zambia being that I vaguely recalled it was the home of the Victoria Falls, one of the seven natural wonders of the world. See, it took a while, but in Lusaka, I eventually found a home in, in Katia, my brother from another mother. The one person I know who truly lives with such reckless abandon, it's impossible not to get swept up in his good vibes. When the opportunity to move with the same company to Rwanda presented itself, this time, I jumped in headfirst and asked questions later. In Kigali, I found a home in Veronica, the bright-eyed, beautiful British Tanzanian for whom dance truly is her love language. Three years, 20 countries, and countless cities later, I found myself entangled in a relationship with Africa, one I don't think I'll ever get out of again, and one that I know now I never want to get out of. Here, I felt at home in the company of fellow Afropolitans, as we've sat in cafes, restaurants, and on each other's terraces, swapping stories from all our comings and goings and pondering what Africa's renaissance might mean for us. And then unexpectedly, in a strange twist of events, I now find myself back in America 12 years after I'd left, back where the search for home began in the first place. One of the first questions I got asked by friends and family here is, what it feels like to be back, and if it feels like coming home. See, it's taken what feels like a lifetime, but I think I finally have it figured out. Home is all the people I've been blessed to have created good, amazing, and even sublime memories with. So where am I from? Where is home for me? For me, home is everywhere and nowhere. Sometimes home really is just whoever or wherever I woke up missing that morning. As one of my favorite writers, Anais Nin, beautifully put it, each friend represents a world in us, a world possibly not born until they arrive, and it is only by this meeting that a new world is born. Through all the people I have met on my search for home that span three continents and six countries, I've learned that it's okay to not have an easy answer to the question, where is home? It's okay if home remains a longing or simply a wish. It's okay to admit that you've made a home for yourself, not in a place, but in all the people and in all the feelings that they've made you feel. Thank you guys so much for listening to episode three of the Layovers podcast. You can find more from Naomi Cole on Instagram at Instagram.com slash Naomi Cole. That's N-A-O-M-I underscore C-O-L-E. As always, thank you so much for listening. Remember to like, subscribe, comment. We'd love to know what you think. May submissions are also still open. We have two more weeks left. You can go to the layover.com slash submit to tell your story. Again, thank you so much for listening and we will see you guys next week.